your dad. I'm currently writing to you from inside my Kangaskhan's pouch. Don't judge me. It's amazing in here and you would love it. There's all sorts of amenities like a coffee maker and Wi-Fi. All it needs is a good lazy boy chair. You just gotta watch out for Pebbles Kicks though. Or, or. Shh, ceiling down now. But I'm writing to you now because I don't know if I'm going to get punched into oblivion by hundreds of Pokemon. That's definitely what's about to happen to Luca. He totally blew his cover. We're in an ancient abandoned part of the city that's apparently run by Pokemon now. Luca just got the last Pokemon he'll ever catch, a Cubone who's apparently cool and magical for some reason. If I ever make it out alive, I'll write soon. And we are back! We are back! Ha <laughs> ha! Back at it again, and Pearl! Hey! Where we last left off, you and Luca and Sully and Ringo found yourselves in the ancient ruins of old Criminy City. And Hold on. Yes. Can I put something in the post-credits already? In the post-credits? I don't know. Sure, yeah, no. All right, uh, we'll see you in the post-credits. Well, we're back from the post-credits. Don't go there now. I promise you it's not related to anything that's about to happen in this episode. It's related for good life. Well, that's fair, but that's not necessarily But you're already on your pathway to that. Cool. All right, hit me. Paint a picture. Great. Um, sh shall I paint the picture? I'll, I'll put some... Uh, well, there's a happy little tree right here in the corner, and... Uh, Happy little bush, and uh, we'll just do some clouds. All right, no, that's not what's happening. There's barely any trees here. This is the desert. It's a desolate wasteland. Give me the goo. I'll give you the goo. Okay, I hated that. But Pearl. You gotta cut that. <laughs> We're cutting a lot. We're cutting everything from here on out. Let's nope. start again. Hi, welcome to the show. <laughs> Did you guys ever have those moments where you just can't figure out how to start your show? Well, that's us today. <laughs> All right. Hi guys, welcome back. We're back. I'm keeping most, if not all, of everything else from before this point. But Pearl. Hi. <laughs> where we last left off, you, Luca, Sully, and Ringo found yourselves in the ancient ruins of Old Criminy City. You heard some noise and saw some movement across the way, and you decided to sneak over to investigate. And well, why don't you explain uh, exactly what happened from there? Well, Luca sounded like an elephant the whole time. And I had the best sneak of my life. That's and true. I'm in little mudslide. And I'm, I'm next to Pebble. Hi. And, and um, gang, gang. yeah, then we found this. Car. <laughs> Kang, Kang. Oh, that's awesome. Gang, gang. That's awesome. <laughs> then we saw the cool arena. There's a luchadors. And we got caught because Luca's an elephant. <laughs> but I have not been caught specifically. My eyeballs are just peeping out. Yes, you're doing the old whoop, just barely poking the head out. Uh, but I think that uh, <laughs> you probably ducked in even further, slashed yeah. behind Pebble a little bit inside the Kangaskhan pouch. And I'm not moving. But so this Colosseum full of miscellaneous wild Pokemon, there's a, a bunch of different Pokemon all over the place. Uh, but You'll all of them, it. along with the ones who were in the arena, not the two luchador looking bird Pokemon because they sort of sulked away. But all of the rest have sort of done the <clears throat> turn around to look in the doorway. And I think that Mudslide just like reads the room for a second wide-eyed and just points at Luca. <laughs> yes, good. And takes a step to the side. Yeah, it takes a step to the side, as does Max. <laughs> Max. 
Taxi troublemaker. As Lucas like, uh, hey, um, what, what's happening? And all of the Pokemon are just like, there's a low rumble of like growling. Uh, it's just every Pokemon in this arena seems to not be hugely fond of the fact that there is a human that has come in here uh, and seeing their whole deal. And specifically like the two Pokemon from the arena that were fighting and won, the Machoke and the Primeape, who's like gotten back up and shaken it off, uh, just start like slowly advancing. He's like, uh, okay, uh, mm, so uh, help, uh, some help maybe would be super great. <laughs> and he just like looks at Max and looks at Mudslide's pouch specifically. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I don't want to just monologue this whole thing. So you tell me wh uh, what's what's about to play out on y'all's side of things. Pearl silent as the grave. <laughs> what does Luca do? You tell me what he does. Or Luca what he has climbs up on top of Mudslide. Okay, yeah, he tries to just piggyback on Mudslide, yeah. who just looks at him like, "What are you doing, child?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totem pulls it and like says, "Hi, um." We mean no harm. <laughs> Crutchy. What is, yeah, is Luca going to go sell some papes now? Yeah, I he's trying to go to Santa I got, Fe. Okay, at least I'm trying. Ah. So be real, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> Not some picture in my head. I think that he's probably like, hey, uh, Max, can you uh, help, please? And Maximilian's like, all right. <laughs> he activates his whole, like, telepathy oh, ability. Oh, smart. Yeah, that was a better call. I keep forgetting we can talk to those guys. <laughs> Are you just still in the pouch? Yeah. Well. And I I mean, I feel like from where he's looking up, like, down at me, he's uh -huh. like, what the heck? Like, come on. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just doing, an NPC. I'm just doing, sign, like, signals. I'm like, I'm your best, like, thinking in my head, if I could give him telepathy, I'm like, I'm your best chance out of here if I'm not found out. Yeah, so you say that. Uh, with my eyes. With your eyes, yes. Not vocally, surely not. Uh, not in this audio medium, but no, you, you just look up like, no way. And he's like, uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Max, you want to have a chat with them real quick and just uh, tell them we're cool? And Max is like, okay, man, like, all right, I'll try, I'll try. Fine. You want to get a hand on the ball here? Or you want me to keep monologuing? I mean, I'll be Max, but I don't think I'm going to do a good job. <laughs> Um, um, hey dudes, uh, so like we just totally just came in here. We don't mean any harm. Um, that is my Pokemon trainer. I am what you call caught. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> 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 wow, really looking at freedom in the face, huh? Um, but yeah, so it looks like you guys got a cool setup here. And uh, again, we mean no harm. We'd love to watch a match or just, you know, buy some concessions. Are you raising money for a local? Uh, tournament or something or a pokey sick group so we'd love to help go go pokey you know go find me go pokey <laughs> that's what max says something along those lines max explains that y'all are cool you I don't do mean that. any harm you, you, you just, you just like you said just like you said and the uh floating 
jello Pokemon. It looks like a, you know, just a big round jello with arms and, you know, you know when people like put like the broccoli in the jello and things like that? Oh yeah, that was a trend in the 60s. Oh because yeah. Because gelatin used to be uh, really hard to make and then when they found the process for it, everybody freaked out. Yeah, they were like, we can't get enough of this stuff. Let's put broccoli in well, it. Well, it was a way to preserve your leftovers. Well, did you know that? Isn't that creepy, guys? They did were like, you know, you know what would be a great way for us not to waste food? Let's put jello. Let's make everything into jello. That's what the trend was. They thought that was the best way to have leftovers. So, with that because, in mind. Because, did you know what, what, re- oh, hey, guys, if there's young listeners who might want to take them away. Yo. <laughs> um, do you know what gelatin used to be made of? Uh, was it a horse? Ding, 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 ding. No, no. Mud Bray, Mudsdale, no. If it helps, you've never eaten jello like that before because we're from the 90s. No horses in my jello. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can bring the kids back in, folks. There's one Mudsdale in the crowd that's just like <laughs> holding a little box of popcorn, which is weird because it does have hooves, but just is looking around with real shifty eyes when the uh, <laughs> when this uh, floating green blob just sort of like floats <laughs> forward in response. And Luca and Pearl aren't aware of this, but uh, it floats up a little bit, uh, sort of uh, puts its hands out to the other Pokemon, which were advancing. Uh, and Max telepathically just gets, yeah, so, uh, <gasps> Really? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, cool. It's echoey and sort of telepathic, but yeah, it's kind of like this. Yes. Yeah, they call me Mr. Leftovers. <laughs> Perfect. What brings you here? What brings you here? What do you want? Just passing through? Yeah, we're just... We're, we're, we're just passing through, man. You look like a, a... Max. You look like a strapping young dog thing. For sure. I can kick really good. Joe's kick. Well, so so you got a uh, you got a trainer over there? Yeah, totally caught. I live my life in a ball. Yeah, man, we got some we got some around here who used to belong to trainers and things like that. Whoa, yeah. they went rogue? Yeah, some of their own choice, some not so much. But uh, you know, we have a pretty good time here. You know, they fight amongst themselves for each other's entertainment keeps us busy. There's nothing else to do. A lot of people don't come around here. A good way to uh, get a nice extra scrap of food. Nice little place to sleep. You, uh, you with that one? And he points his little jello hand over at uh, Mudslide. Oh, uh, no, actually, that's a different trainer's Pokemon. Oh, well, what's she doing here? We always get together. They're like best friends. I see, I see. Is that correct, miss? And he, like, addresses uh, Mudslide directly. You know it! That's <laughs> silly. silly. In my brain, she's very Midwest. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I think that's too nice because that's how my mom sounds. This right, is my is mom, she... everybody. In case you're wondering, <laughs> this is what I will sound like in a couple years. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, what oh, is the she jello. then? What oh, is she? the jello. If she's not Midwest, what is, what is mudslide? There are consequences of telepathy. Do we have just like a Linda? Can she be a little more <laughs> she's Linda? She's just full Linda. Can we do a little more Linda, please? Yes, and then... <laughs> Oh, Bob. Pebble is the full, well, is Pebble Louise or is she Tina? Who would get inside a Kangaskong pouch? Louise. But if Therefore, you. Therefore, Pebble is Tina. But if you're already, yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, Does that like, make sense? You, you climbed in there as the Louise of the situation, so. Uh, uh, oh, you look adorable. Is that, are you, you look like the cutest thing I've ever had. 
I've got to wrangle these kids, but I mean, gosh, almighty, it's great to see you guys. This is really fun. This is really fun. It's like a party. Yeah. Uh, it's a party, everybody. Well, uh, would, you, uh, would you like to step in the ring? You win a fabulous prize supplied by yours truly, Mr. Leftovers. Oh, wow. What's the prize? Only one way to find out, isn't there? Yeah, well, I wasn't born yesterday, so you're going to have to tell me what the prize is if you want me to get in this. I got a kid. I got kids to take, multiple kids to take care of. They've got to brush their teeth, so I'm not going to let the wool get pulled over my eyes. It's not my first rodeo, okay? Understandable, understandable. Yes, of course, of course. Well, uh, the prize is... And he, like, reaches into his body, because, like, so the way that he looks, like, he's floating jello, and, like, for the listeners, it's a runiclis, uh, just so you know. <laughs> Pearl doesn't know that, but in addition to the sort of like cellular structure of his body, he's also just got like just trash kind of floating around. In I there, love that leftovers. Like. But so he reaches in and he pulls out this, and he pulls out uh, roll two d six plus logic for Kanga. Oh, negative one, uh, five. This is people stuff, a.k.a. a bunch of nonsense as far as Mudslide is concerned. She lived out in the plains until two days ago or whatever. Oh. I guess, no, like four days ago. But yeah. still, she has not been in civilization. As far as she's concerned, it's trash. I will tell you above table, it's a held item. Okay. Oh, wow. That definitely looks like something my uh, trainer would love. Hold on. Let me get it for you. Whoop. <laughs> Just pulls no, you out. No, by the no. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> no. I just want to be clear. I did not tell her to do that. Ah! As my he's still legs, like piggybacking. My little legs are running in place. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I wasn't ready yet. I was just finishing a show. Oh, okay. Oh. So I see. I see Hi, the situation. Okay. It's like, come on. Oh, would you look at that? That is cool. That is actually, like, I imagine that Mudslide just turns my head or whips me, like, whips, like, holding me from the head. Yes. Just whoop, whips me around. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Pearl, roll 2d6 plus logic. Oh, nice. 11. Okay, so with an 11, I'll tell you this. It's not leftovers because you've already got leftovers. <laughs> In his hand, he's holding a special training item that you, uh, I think, have seen before. Because Pearl, wanting to be the best like no one ever was, wanting to catch them all, all that jazz, uh, has, you know, looked at different sort of competitive battling stuff. And L Lucas certainly knows seeing it as well, because he's, he's seen his fair share of items like this. This is a macho brace. Macho! And I will also say, since you got an 11, uh, a flat 11, uh, go ahead and roll a d6 for me just one d6 five there is also floating around in his body along with some other uh, trash you do see like uh, another uh, what would be like a leftover is kind of like over in the torso area somewhere uh, and some other uh, familiar items and things a leak that you're like i think that actually belongs to a far-fetched somewhere and, oh, and I thought some other you things actually like meant that. like a leak in oh him. not like he's leaking no <laughs> like a l-e-e-k but with that five out of six you see that also floating around in there is a power lens power lens uh so what these held items are with your check you're aware a macho brace if a pokemon holds this for like an entire level you can increase one of their bonus stats by one when they level up. Whoa. 
and a power lens if a Pokemon holds this for an entire level. Its bonus special attack increases by one on level up. Whoa. So Mr. Leftovers has got some pretty juicy prizes. Oh, wow. Luca, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Oh, yeah. No, that's real nice. That's really nice. I'm starting nice. to drool. Whoa. Uh, so wait. Hey, wait. Hey, uh, Max, why is, he, why is he holding these up? And Max communicates telepathically to both of y'all. Yeah, so uh, he says that there's prizes that we could win, uh, I guess, if we, like, win a fight in the arena or whatever. Oh. Luca just looks at you up in the air. I'm already in the arena. I have a sweatband. I'm doing push-ups. I'm doing high knees. Let's go. Look alive, Luca. <laughs> Woo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Start stretching, mudslide. Luca asks Max, he's like, wait, wait, wait. So is it just is it just the one item? If we like, if we, what, what kind of battle is this? And Max asks and uh, Mr. Leftover says, Oh, well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the one item if you win, of course. Unless you had something to wager, I could perhaps uh, supply another prize item if you were willing to put something on the line. Perhaps. And Max communicates that to the two of you. Of course, you would have to uh, fight these elite Pokemon. And he gestures over to the Machoke and the Primeape, who are like, the Machoke has this cool belt, his, you know, cool champion belt over his weird Speedo thing. And then the Primeape is just like full-on Muppet Show animal ready to tear into something. I drop a flame orb in the middle of this thing. Oh. Let's do it! Oh, no, that's and I try to get the crowd on my side, like, fire! Yeah! She's human, but she's cool. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll uh, 2d6 plus personality, and I'll give you an extra plus one because it is a cool item that you've thrown down. 11. Oh, nice. Woo, fire. Let's rock tonight. I got mud, slide, and bubble. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We just start doing, like, reenactments of King Kong, too. I set up a little tiny tower. <laughs> I do some Legos. We got some blocks out. People nice. are loving it. Nice, nice, nice. There's fire. The crowd is very into it. Yeah, with your 11, like in this especially sort of wasteland, desert landscape, a lot of the crowd is really picking up what you're putting down as I, you've set this orb in the middle of the arena. I look at Max and I go, so who are we fighting? Tell Jellyman to get it up. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Who challenges me? She says to the arena. <laughs> uh, Mr. Leftover sees the flame orb and says, oh, very nice, very nice. All right. We'll say that if you win, you get this right here and also this. And he points to uh, the power lens. Uh, so the macho brace and the power lens if you all win, but you have to give up the flame orb if you lose. So he's got the Machoke and the Primeape at the ready versus Mudslide and Pebble and Maximilian. Yeah, let's do this, Luca. All right. Get over here by the flames. It's super safe. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Hey, do you want to wear matching headgear? Sure. Great. I can throw him a matching um, sweatband. <laughs> you do. And with that, roll initiative. Hey, man. Thanks for getting discovered. Oh, my goodness gracious. I will never start a fight ever again. I'm never going to start a fight. Guilty dice have got no pluses. <laughs> Though it's easy to pretend I am the slowest one. Maybe I could use that to my advantage. Oh, hey, I would like to start this fight with Kangaskhan holding the eject button. Oh, this is just a two-on-two. Two. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you would like for Kangaskhan to be holding? You um, have a second before you, like, go. 
some corn. And then she says, get that corn out of my face. <laughs> so the leftovers. <laughs> What'd you roll for initiative? Four. Four? Not a cool number right now. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. So with initiative rolled, the order is going to be Primeape, Luca with Maximilian, then Machoke, then Mudsliding Pebble. So at the top of initiative, y'all are facing off in this Coliseum that, again, as you're here in the middle, uh, it is very much set up like a wrestling arena, but it's very dilapidated and ancient, and it's certainly not a, a springy floor like there would be in a normal wrestling arena, but it has that vibe to it. And strewn about the place, there is a bunch of trash, debris, and things that could be used for various purposes and look as though they have. Uh, and then surrounding you, there's just a bunch of Pokemon spectating. Uh, and Mr. Leftovers is the referee. So to start off, Primate is going to use focus energy. Just starts beating its chest and like getting real hyped up. That is its extra action. And then as its main action, this Primate who is a ruffian is going to attempt to find an improvised weapon to use in this battle. Ah, whoa! Then uh, Kangaskhan sees that and immediately starts to pick up the corn again. <laughs> whoa, guys, that's just like Nacho Libre. And I'm sorry for all the Nacho Libre jokes that are going to continue in this, but just embrace it. Ah, dang. Okay, it was... Uh, Four plus nothing, because this primate does not have any addition to instinct. Uh, so it looks around, but doesn't find a suitable chair or table to lift over its head and attempt to beat down the competition with. But so that is the primate's turn. It is then Luca's turn, as y'all are all in opposite corners of this arena. It's pretty tight. It's like a 20 by 20 sort of arena in here. So there's not a ton of room. It's, it's pretty much going to be melee once you get in there. Uh, but what is Luca going to do on his turn? We'll shave the field. Cool. All right. So for Max, what stat would you like to try to shape the field with? He's got two vitality, three in might, two in might. agility. Great. Might. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus might. Wow. Uh, 10 flat. So 13. Nice. 13. A full success. So you can pick two from the might list. Let's just do M1. It's always classy. Actually, oh, hold on. I would like... So if he used M4 against one, so like yeah, M, M1, M4. Uh, M4, if he used it on one of them, it would also affect him because they're fighting and he's also fighting. Oh, okay. Wow, we should switch our Pokemon. Um, you know what? He'll switch. Can I go back? No, it's just the two on oh, two. It's dang just the two it. Why did we choose the people we have right now? Oh, no, I'm sorry, he listeners. Didn't. Mr. Leftovers just saw the opportunity. This is going to be bad. So I'm seven. M7, so allied Pokemon ignore opponents. Do you want defense or special defense? Oh, I think defense. Great. All right. So uh, defense, and then for the second one, which would you like? Let's do M6. Great. All right. We're so we're going to need it, yo. Is he boosting himself or is he boosting Kang? He can boost himself. All right. That... Don't, don't consider the women and children rule right now. <laughs> Great. That is his main action. He does have an extra action move, too. Cool. Let's kick him in the face. <laughs> Great. Bullet punch is his extra action move that he oh, has available. Oh, there it is. Boom, boom. Great. So for bullet punch, who would you like him to start going after? The primate or the machoke? Primate. Great. Against primate? Yeah, cool. bring the pig monkey down. Nice. 
So go ahead and for bullet punch, roll 2d6 plus agility. Flat seven. Plus his two agility. That's a nine. That's a mixed success. What about the plus from... Uh, that is specifically uh, with might-based attack rolls. Punch! I want to win! <laughs> Go ahead and roll that 1d6 of steel damage. Five. Five. Cool. All right, so it's going to be two points of steel damage. Just a little bit of extra. A little bit of something better than nothing. All right, it is then Machoke's turn, who is also going to use focus energy and attempt to survey the environment to see if he can get some sort of improvised weapon, also being a ruffian. That was a natural 10. He finds a chair. <laughs> a metal folding chair. Excellent. That is his turn as he's got the chair now and just flexes. It is now your turn, Pearl. That was supposed to be Nacho. I'm going to use Fake Out. Great. On who? Machoke. Nice. Go ahead and roll to hit 2d6 plus Might for you. Yes! Double sixes, guys. Oh, a crit? Yeah, that felt really good in that moment. Oh, nice. So technically 14. Oh, Max slide! And Pebble is just like, wow! <laughs> eating the corn. Yes. Pebble. Mm. The leftovers change every time. With Aaron, <laughs> it was something gross. Now it's corn. Yeah. Who knows what the leftovers will be next? Awesome. Great. Uh, that is a critical hit with your natural 12. Uh, so for fake out, you said you were going for a choke? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good thing for you. Great. Go ahead and roll 4d6 plus attack for that oh, crit. Oh, the new nat 20. Here it folks, there's so many dice. This is the new nat 20. Some odd sixes. Okay, wasn't that bad. Eight, nine, 10, 16. 16 plus mudslides attack. Five, 21. Great, 21 plus your ace trainer. 23. Great. <laughs> 23 minus the Machoke's defense. So that is still going to be 19 points of damage from the fake out. Yeah. And nice. you flinch. Yes, and the Machoke will flinch on his next turn. What does that mean? When a Pokemon flinches, this is a status effect that lasts for one turn. A flinching Pokemon cannot take an extra action on its turn and has disadvantage on any attempts to use a move or shape the field until the start of its next turn. Awesome, awesome. Cool, that is your turn, and you are now in melee with the Machoke. That is then going to take us back up to the top with Primeape, who, now that it has done its focus energy, is now going to use another extra action to rage. But before it rages, it's going to look around one more time for a weapon. And that is a natural 10. Uh, what What is the uh, wrestling uh, prop that the primate finds? Um, a whip. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, you know, like an Indiana Jones whip. Sure. The primate now has an Indiana Jones whip. Wait, why did I do that? I was thinking like a wet towel. No, yeah, no, an Indiana like a Jones. Towel. <laughs> yeah, like a wet towel. Yeah. And again, all of the wrestling props and things that are here are very much like trash that somebody threw out that I, apparently Mr. Leftovers has just collected over time. They're all very beat up. Uh, but no, it's still very much a thing that could hurt. So cool. All right, that is the primate's turn. Back to Luca. What's it going to do? First off, rip a shirt. That's what we should do right now. 
Hey, remember that time that you specifically shaped the field so that uh, your Pokemon would ignore the other Pokemon's defense? Yeah. Just kidding. It was actually 23 and 5 points of damage. You get the full damage. Yeah, But what do you want uh, for Max to do? Hit something. Great. Uh, is it the primate, I assume, since he's already in my way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little kicky kick. Uh, so Maximilian's got Blaze Kick. You acting like I know what these move sets are? <laughs> yeah, kicky kick, Blaze Kick. He's got Blaze Kick, Metal Claw, Power Up Punch, Bullet Punch, and Force Palm are the moves that he has. Wow. So, which attack would you like to do? Blaze Kick. Blaze Kick. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Nine. Total with his might. Uh, yes. Did you also add the plus one from no, the Shape ten. of Field bonus? A full success. Nice. Kick him in a blaze of glory. Nice, nice, nice. All right, as the blaze kick connects. First of all, how is Max shaping the field with this? I I assume, I have one thing in my mind, but what is there anything that you imagine that he's done to shape the field? Run around in a circle really fast. <laughs> That's what I got. He's doing a cool anime run, and as he's doing the cool anime run, we'll add on to it. Uh, as he's doing that cool anime run, I think that he's also like he's got like the auras around his paws of that you know uh, sort of psychic energy that he's got, and he's lifted up a bunch of the different trash props just up in the air, and they're floating all with this sort of glow around them, and they're all just sort of flying through the air, and so like. The primate and the Machoke are having to be kind of distracted as they're having to duck and dodge and dive and dip and dodge out of the way of all of these uh, things that are flying through the air. Nice. And as the primate was distracted by that, he, boom, comes in with a blaze kick. That was definitely way cooler than I had. So go ahead and roll 3d6 plus his attack. Whoa, his attack is plus eight. Yeah. Um, 19. Boom, 19 points to the primate. That is his turn then, unless, uh... Is there any bonus action that you would like for Luca to do? Discern traits. Okay, cool. Go ahead and uh, roll for Luca to discern traits. It's uh, just a flat 2d6. Um, that's a six. A six. All right. He's he's distracted by the fact that all of these Pokemon almost just jumped him earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I find an empty trash can and I use it to stand up and start stomping. You do. <laughs> um, but cool. That is Luca's turn. It is then uh, the Machoke's turn. This is so Pearl's jam. <laughs> hey, no matter what happens, can we come back? She says to the jelly guy. Because this, I love this. He, like, looks at you, and you do not understand his response. Pump, pump it up, pump it up. Get the real trash, and yeah, kick that pokey, kick that pokey, and yeah! <laughs> that was bad. That was a bad thing. Delete it. <laughs> Machoke's got to use the chair. He's got the chair, so he's got to use it. Even if it's not the most uh, optimal, you know, uh, combat thing right now, he's got to hype up the crowd by using this cool chair. Extra flavor, Mudslide does throw Pebble at me on the at the trash can. <laughs> She's like, you get yeah. out of here, Mama, yeah. Mama's busy. Yeah. <laughs> the Machoke raises this beat-up metal chair and goes to uh, come in and just slam Mudslide with it. Ooh, just barely a mixed success with a seven total. With Mudslide's defense, only deals one point of damage. <laughs> The Machoke, like, looks at the chair and looks at Mudslide and then is like, I've made a mistake. And Mudslide just looks back like, my baby's not going to end concussion today. Mudslide's over there like, that was less than 1% of what I can handle. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, that was the Machoke's turn. Is it? Uh, that did not go the way that he had hoped. But then it is your turn, Pearl. Sometimes I look directly at Pebble. Sometimes in life, you must wear your stretchy pants. And we go for a double hit. Great, you got to use double hit. Nice. Go ahead and roll two d6 plus might. Oh, beauty, beauty and grace. Miss United States is a twelve. 12 total, a full success, absolutely. So for double hit, ooh, that is nice. There's so many double moves. Double hit, double kick, double slap. I gotta remember which one does which. Okay, double hit. So this one, it can hit twice. You roll individually for each hit. So this first one, full success. So go ahead and roll 1d6 plus attack for this one. Nine. Nine points of damage from the first slap. And then she comes in with the second one. I just have nine. Nine? That's still a mixed success. Okay. Uh, three. Three? Okay, so a total of 12 uh, points of damage uh, from both of those hits. I got a wedgie my stretchy pants. The first hit, a solid slap across the face, but then she, as she, after the forehand, she comes back around for the backhand, uh, but the machoke ducks backwards just enough uh, that it just sort of skims across the face, uh, not making as direct contact. But that is your main action. Any extra action that you would like to do? Let's survey environment. Uh, is mudslide surveying environment trying to like find uh, a prop yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Cool. She looks around at all of the different things that are floating in the air. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus instinct. 12. Whoa, 12 total? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. What is the thing that she finds? What big piece of trash is floating around? A ladder. A ladder. Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. She pulls a stepladder out of the air, firmly grasps it. Whoa, you better run. <laughs> an a image of true terror to be certain. Honestly scary. <laughs> that is your turn then, which is going to take us back up to Primate. Primate, who is uh, fully just enraged at this point, is going to attempt to use seismic toss. Uh, and uh, taking the hint from the Machoke's uh, use of the chair uh, is going to try to incorporate the whip into its move without actually uh, making that its main attack. So he's going to try to pull in uh, Lucario with the whip so that he can then pick him up and toss him. That is an 11 as he swings the whip around, which like pulls around Max's leg as Max is like, uh-oh, oh. Gets pulled by the leg. Oh no! As he gets pulled in, the primate then picks him up and slams him against one of the pillars on the corner of the arena. As he takes 17 minus Max's defense of three. So 14 doubled to 28 points of fighting damage. Yikes. I hear a crowd go, ooh. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon, ooh. Um, hey, Luca. Yeah. This might be a good time. This might not be a good time. I did just make these luchador costumes. If you wanted to change really quick, I brought my um, transportable changing unit. Okay. Yeah. You know, just for just for the sake of being supportive. Yeah. Sure. Why yeah, not? Yeah, okay. Yeah. You might yeah, want to hide yeah. in there for a second. Yeah. That I will fun. hide. <laughs> <laughs> Is your portable changing unit the trash can that you're standing on? <laughs> no. It's like a little dressing room ceiling rolled out really quick it's for like, us. It's like Grouchland down in there. <laughs> 
I do like that a lot. <laughs> Oscar <laughs> is definitely like, you You got in there, and he's like, whoop. Oscar's like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> Oscar's like, this is not This is not what you're, hold on, wait a second. I don't know if I support what's happening right here. <laughs> hold on there, partner. And he's not even in the party right now, but he is in this trash can somehow. <laughs> He is he the trash king. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, look, Oscar can magically travel through all trash cans. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's good to know. That's really good to know. <laughs> Inexplicably. Oh, hey, just kidding. I forgot to add in also the rage damage. So uh, that is four, which comes out to an extra eight points. So it was actually 36 points of fighting damage. 36 points. That is the Prime Ape's turn, which is then going to bring us back around to Max. What would you like for him to do? As he's still got all of the uh, bits and pieces of detritus floating around the place. Let's do Force Palm, because I like Paralyzed. Cool. All right, so you're going to go for that high roll on that Force Palm, trying to get in there. Cool. Go ahead and roll to hit. Oh, what do I add? It's plus four because it's his might plus an extra one from the shape the field. 15. Whoa, so I assume a natural roll of 10 or higher. Yeah, we rolled 11. Oh, dang. The primate is going to be paralyzed. Hello. Oh, called the shot. Luca, 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 come back out. You're actually redeeming yourself. Yo, and he comes out <laughs> in the costume like, yo, you got this, Max. <laughs> Listeners, figure out what our costumes are. I personally do think they look like exactly like Nacho Libre, but if you want to use your own, use your own. <laughs> Great. That is definitely going to hit. Primeape is going to be paralyzed, which is uh, hugely detrimental for him. So go ahead and roll your damage 2d6 plus attack. 15. 15 points of damage. Nice. Nice. Excellent, excellent. It is then, as he does that, boom, a big force palm with these auras around his hands. Just the left one glows brighter for a moment as, boom, he makes direct contact right in the snoot of the, the primate. The snoot. Right in the, he booped that snoot hard. And then on the Machoke's turn, Machoke is going to go for a low kick. Again, fakes out with the chair and then comes in, boom, tries to sweep the leg. That is a 10 total. Low kick starts off as 1d6 and then increases by 1d6 for each size category smaller than you are than the other Pokemon. So Machoke's medium, Kangaskhan is large, so it's going to be 2d6 plus his attack. That is 13 points of damage. Minus Kangaskhan's defensive force, that's 9, double to 18 points. Ow! Yikes, we got an effective thing happening. A super effective hit. Nope, nope, nope. As Mr. Leftovers, the Reuniclus, is just floating around the arena. Speaking uh, of leftovers, do we get four points back? Oh! The Leftovers restores 1d6 plus the Pokemon's evolution tier amount of health to the holder at the end of each turn. So, yes, you will get some health back. So go ahead and uh, roll that 1d6. Six. Six, nice. And then uh, Kangaskhan, correct me if I'm wrong, E tier? Correct. Great, so that's nine points back. Whoa. Okay, great. That eventually, uh, effectively made it not as effective, so that's Yeah, good. that's big. Okay, cool. That is the Machoke's turn, which is then going to take us to you, Pearl. All right, batter up. I would like to do Comet Punch using the ladder. 
Comet Punch using the ladder. Very yeah. nice. Excellent, excellent. You're just going to try to boom, 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 Batter boom. Just up. bash him with it. All right, mm -hmm. go ahead and roll a hit. Eight, nine, ten. Ten, a full success, just barely. So this could potentially get bad very quickly. We'll find out. Okay, so for Comet Punch, it can hit multiple times potentially. But first of all, roll your damage for the first one. It is 1d6 plus attack. Ten. Great. Ten points of damage. And you surpassed the... Oh, no. All right. Uh, yeah, because uh, y'all are ignoring their defense and everything. Cool, cool. All right. Um, ten points of damage. And then roll 1d6 to see if you hit again. Do I add anything? It's just what's on there. It's a six. It's a six. Great. So on a one to three, it does not hit again. Oh, on a four to six, it does. Of the, so basically, yeah, you've got, got a 50-50 to hit again. Got it. Uh, but it will hit again. And since it was a full success, roll another D6 plus your attack and Ace Trader. Nine. Another nine points. Cool. Roll one D6 to see if it hits again. Four. Hits again, then. Wow! Boom that ladder. Boom that ladder. Boom that ladder. Nine. Nine. Okay. Roll to see if it hits again. That's three. Four. Okay. Cool. Ah! <laughs> a swing, bada, 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 swing. We're like Carrie Underwood with a car. Eight, nine, ten. Another ten points. Great. Go ahead and roll to see if it hits that fifth time with the Comet Punch. And I took that ladder to the machoke. Chop. Ch choke or chop? Choke. And I took that ladder to the machoke. I said, you ain't gonna drive that car no more. Your car is not a physical car. It's your legs. <laughs> Five. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll the damage for the last one. This is what happens if you come after Pebble and Pearl. Um, six, seven, eight. Well, with eight points of damage and uh, all in all for the five hits, the maximum <laughs> amount of hits for the Comet Punch, 36 total points of damage. I like Comet Punch. <laughs> Especially with Ladder. What is this uh, moment of, <laughs> I didn't bring you into this world, but I'll take you out. <laughs> That she gives the Machoke as she, uh, yeah, she 100%, she KOs the Machoke, absolutely. It is full Carrie Underwood. She has a saunter in her hips. It's like yes. we've never seen her channel yes. so much womanhood at one moment. She does a couple hair flips. There's no hair there, but we see it happen. The shoulders <laughs> are getting in it. And once she starts swinging, she she gets a rhythm. Oh, Bum, my dun, gosh. Slap, and dun, dun, hit, 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 square dance. Was that a grapevine? Oh, yes, go Kang is Kong, Mama Sita. Like the fiercest WWE lady. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This powerful Kangaskhan. And the, the crowd is just like, whoa. Oh, with each progressive hit, it just, oh, 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 oh. And the crowd absolutely goes wild with that final blow. Boom, breaks the ladder. And then Kangaskhan just flips over her shoulder, looks at the Jello guy, looks at leftovers. He goes, maybe next time he'll think before he sends a mud choke. And then struts away. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh. And we're like, yeah! And Max Pebble's is like, like hey, but uh, Mudslide, there's also still a fight happening <laughs> oh, over here. Oh, pick up the ladder again. <laughs> and Pebble's like, that's my mom. <laughs> That's my mom. That's my mom. I'll never, yeah. I'll never disobey her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fantastic. Uh, wow. Wow, that was cool. Wow. Okay, so it's the primates' turn now. Dude, Shave the Field changed everything for this fight. Oh my gosh. And without that, yeah, no way. Whew. 
Ah, dang. I imagine the, that that uh, with the ladder coming, the eyes just get bigger for Primeape. Gosh, yeah. The Primeape, I think, recognizes in this moment that, you know, even with its sort of primal fury that it has, uh, that, well, actually... Maybe not. I don't know. Could be a fool. That's a tent. This primate is uh, very interested in what this Kangaskhan's got going on. <laughs> I like it. Even through through all of the the rage and just like the primate is seeing red, but as it just like looks over at what happens to its fighting partner, it sees the Kangaskhan with the final just smash of the ladder. <laughs> the seeing red just sort of like dilutes a little bit as there's like a heart shape around the red. Hey, quick For question. a brief moment, it's Spando Ballet's true. <laughs> and then back to the rage. But what? <laughs> hey, quick question. Why does sure. Primate look like he's having like a little bit like of a head bubble? Like there's that X. Looks like a vein's popping out. It's just an anime way to know that he's just like. A vein is popping out? Really, really, yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. Those are his angry eyes. Oh, there's like a mane in his head. No, I know. Yeah, no, it's because <laughs> he's seeing red. The the blood is pumping, and he is uh, in in a full fury. The primate sees its partner just get absolutely knocked out, so it knows it's got to do something drastic. On its turn, the primate is going to use close combat on Max. How is Max holding up? Well, <laughs> I'll I'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, can I get one D6? Or we already did that. No, no, no. Uh, for, for the end of this turn, do it. Yeah? Okay. okay. Yeah, because it's at the end of each turn. So, yeah, you, st- you still get it. It's just plus one. Well, one plus your evolution tier, so plus four. Great. That's a natural 10, so a 12 total for that close combat. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> close combat. Uh, with a full success, the primate like shakes it out of its uh, whole, you know, romantic moment that it was having for himself. Uh, but then just like looks at Maximilian, uh, who has come in just with another strong hit, uh, and he's paralyzed. Oh, but before he does anything else, he has to roll to see if he's paralyzed on his turn. Oh, oh yeah! dang! Oh dang! Is he oh, even gonna get to use dang. close combat? If he does, it's gonna be so bad. Dunk. Okay, I'm gonna roll a d6 at the beginning of his turn. On a roll of one or two, he can't take any actions. Oh my god. And attacks against him have an extra plus two until the beginning of his next turn. I'm sweating. Oh, come on. Give me at least a three. Come on. No! Why did you roll? No! That's it. It's got to be. He's paralyzed by love. Paralyzed by a love that cannot be. And as a result of being paralyzed by love. Oh. Oh, no. Gosh, that was hard. Oh, that's painful. Oh, no. Paralyzed love. Oh, and as a result of his being paralyzed, he doesn't deal 52 (laughs) points of damage to Max. What might have been. What could have been. If you only kept your head in a game. Oh, dang. Gotta get you, get your head in the game, primate. It's Max's turn now. It's Maximilian the Lucario's Wait, so turn. Nothing. Nothing is dealt. He does nothing because he's fully paralyzed. Wow. Can't even take the turn. Oh, and attacks against him have an extra plus two until the beginning of his next turn. I know you're dog 
Pokemon, but you're looking like a cat because of all those extra lives there, Max. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely right. Um, oh, wow. pain. That was hard. It is Lucas' turn. What would you like for Maximilian to do? Blaze kick. Blaze kick. All right, go ahead and roll to hit. Oh, beautiful. It's 11 flat. Oh, no. What do I add? Uh, well, you add plus three from his might and extra plus one from his shape the field 15. as this was the last turn of his shape the field. Woo! 15, yo, bring it home. As some of the, uh, as some of the debris begins falling uh, as he shifts his focus fully to the primate. Uh, so it's three plus one plus the extra two because the primate is paralyzed. Wow. Uh, so, so it hits. So a 17, yes, it, it does. And with Blaze Kick, we'll see if this even comes into play. It may or may not. With Blaze Kick on a natural roll of 10 or higher, the opponent becomes burned. Doesn't actually come into play because you can't be burned and paralyzed because they're both ongoing. But it is a crit because it crits on 11 or higher. So roll 6d6. What? Because you roll double the dice for the crit. What? Oh, we got an at 20 effect happening. Nat, nat 11. Nat 11. Whoa. <laughs> an absolute monster has been created. 23 flat. 23 flat plus his attack. 31. 31 points of damage. Oh, my Mercy, I'm starting to love rolling those six dice. With 31 points of damage, what does the kick look like as the debris all falls to the ground? I think at this point, all of the rest of the Pokemon, like in y'all's parties, have like kind of just like come out of the Pokeballs to watch what's been going on. Roxanne is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Roll, roll 2d6 uh, for Fanta. Four. He's fuming. <laughs> what does he's the like kick eating, look like? He's like eating a pretzel. Like yeah, angrily eating a eating soft like pretzel. Eating a funnel cake, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, really binging out. <laughs> he's like, I could have been in there. I could have been a contender. What does the kick look like as it KOs the primate? I want to imagine that this kick happens and when a fight like this does happen, oh, oh no, this is what happened. The kick happens and Kangaskhan raises the ladder in a cheer and that breaks the net and a bunch of balloons fall down. <laughs> or a confetti or trash, what have you. It's Co trash, trash confetti. it's trash. Trash confetti falls The trash down. confetti does fall. Yeah. As the blaze kick, boom, with like a flip in the air, flaming kick. It like It's like striking a match as Max flips up into the air and on the flip psh, oh. the foot ignites in this fire and comes down. Boom! As there is a moment where all is still and the primate and Lucario are both looking at each other for a moment and then the primate doom, falls to the ground. Woo! The crowd erupts! All of the Pokemon are cheering wildly. Let's celebrate with some chips. <laughs> I throw some 
chips in the air. <laughs> you throw some chips in the air. There's... I run and I give, I give um, Mudslide the biggest hug with Pebble. You do, you do, you do. And Luca goes up then, now that he's but... changed into this luchador costume, uh, a luchador, if you will. Um... <laughs> what? I need a button. <laughs> I want that in a button. You need a Lucador button. Lucador. Oh, that's hilarious. But he runs up to Max, too, and y'all are like, it is, there, <laughs> there are no humans here watching. It's only Pokemon. No other humans will ever know about what just happened and have witnessed it. But y'all, in this moment, it is glorious. Tonight, we eat salad. I look and I say to, um, to <laughs> She just crosses She's her arms. She's very happy. And nods. Yeah. And then also, I do see um, the primate getting back up, and I do push him down just real quick because I don't want him to get close to Mudslide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he tries to make a move, and I just. Like, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. When she's not looking. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you do. Roll 2d6 plus instinct. 10. Great. Uh, with a 10, uh, Mr. Leftovers, the, the floating jello blob, looks very reluctant, but he does hold up both of the items and he says, uh, you can't hear this, but the Pokemon hear him uh, telepathically going out to all of them. Well, very well. The human challenges with the Pokemon have won these powerful unknown artifacts. I have no idea what they do, but they look very cool to <laughs> me. I, uh, I am loath to let them go, but they have earned it. And he hands the macho brace and the power lens to you and Luca. Y'all can figure out who wants what. But you have been victorious here in Mr. <laughs> Leftovers' Pokey Crucible. Freeze frame! friends jonah here to say thank you for listening to postcards from pearl i'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner dice envy this week check out the pumpkin dice latte set because fall is here whether you believe it or not so get ready for sweater weather with these gorgeous orange polyhedral dice featuring sprinkles of gold glitter a luscious swirl of gold micro glitter and just a hint of nutmeg if you're looking to add to your dice hoard you can get 10 percent off of your purchase at dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash Questco or by using promo code Questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. We really want to continue increasing our visibility and reaching new people with this podcast and you leaving us a nice rating and review is a big and easy way you can help us do just that. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. 
For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord to get all the latest updates on Monster Fight and Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcast that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. This week we want to highlight the Cambridge for Kids podcast. You'll hear their promo at the end of these announcements. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Glitch X City for the songs Ho and Root 113 Remix, Ho and Root 111 Remix, Sun and Moon 10 Carat Hill Remix, Mystery Dungeon Hidden Highlands Remix, X and Y Professor Sycamore's Theme Remix. Thank you to Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for the song Beyond Rock Tunnel, The Road to Lavender Town. Thanks to Michael and Game Chops for the songs Root 3 and Anastar City. Thank you to Zane for the songs Crystal Cave, Hidden Highland, Hidden Land, and Personality Test. Thank you to Insane and the Rain Music for the song Golden Battle, and thank you to Micah Emery for the song The Duke of Uke. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing those ambient sounds. And I'd like to take a moment to interrupt these announcements. Oh, wow. It's the most... Oh, one... get further away from the mic. It's the Yeti. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, that's right, folks. Once again, we have been blessed because it's Jonah's birthday today. <laughs> no, like literally today. The first thing he decided to do on the day of his birth was make an episode for you. And if that doesn't make you just love the guy, I don't know what will. Okay? <laughs> so, you know what? In order to celebrate him, what, you know, the first thing he did, make an episode. He loves to bring joy. So, you know, if you want to celebrate JJ, just find some ways to make people joyful today. Because he is full of joy, and we are so <laughs> thankful for him. And, you know, if, if you're struggling, I mean, that is an abstract concept to celebrate. Just look at the person who works really hard all the time. Because that's also Jonah. So, like, find somebody who works their butt off and say, hey, you're doing great. Jonah Jackson told me to say that to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jonah. We're so thankful for you. Thanks, sweetheart. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Wow, I'm on a streak. I've gotten two in a row. <laughs> two years in a row. I can't miss the next one. Boop, 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 boo. I'm out. Celebrate. Party hardy. It's the day of his birth. He, we're so lucky he's alive. <laughs> Woo! 
And again, if you want a really concrete way to celebrate my birthday, uh, that uh, five-star rating and review would be pretty sweet. Thanks for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matthew John Brooks, archaeologist and host of Cambridge for Kids History Podcasts. Whilst in lockdown, I have created a series of historical podcasts for kids and the whole family to enjoy. Every episode is a snappy, bite-sized treasure trove of information, and all under 10 minutes per episode. In this first season, we take a barge through ancient Egypt, walk the marble temples of ancient Greece, march the provinces with the Roman legions, stare in awe at the seven wonders of the ancient world, and stomp around with ferocious dinosaurs. If that sounds like fun, let's go time travelling. It's educational, it's engaging, and it's entertaining. Perfect brain food in these strange times. First of all, that was awesome. That was really uh, fun. Wow. I can't believe that Paralyzed saved Max. Wow, it did. You that called was the crazy. shot with the, the whole thing palm. would have been so different. Oh, my gosh. I mean, wow. he would have been, he would have been, been deep in, yeah. the, in a bad, bad spot if it weren't for that. Wow. Yeah, wow. Really? I'd like to say we planned it, but it was really luck. Just, just the luck of the dice. Wow. So, experience. Let's do experience. Okay. So for each of them, since they each just fought their respective ones, uh, easy peasy. Because this was specifically an EXP grab and fight, they get an extra one on top of whatever else. So uh, for Mudslide against the Machoke, uh, it's tier two Pokemon. It was level 11. So that's an extra plus two, sort of five total thus far. Then give it an extra plus one because it works for Mr. Leftovers, six. I will not enforce the minus one for uh, each tier your Pokemon is above the opposing one because he was specifically beefed up. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, the Machoke had a cool extra move, too, that I was like, okay, I'll do one more turn, and then, like, we'll go for the big one. That ladder, um, though. That ladder with the Comet Punch. Wow. Um, so six experience points for Mudslide. And then for Lucario, tier three, Primeape, extra plus one for experience, extra plus one because it works for Mr. Leftovers, and an extra plus two for being a level 11. So so seven experience points for Max. We did it, Luca and Pearl. Very nice, very nice. Uh, who would you like to get what of the uh, items? These training items. Um, can you say the descriptions one more time? The two items were Macho Brace and Power Lens. I think I'm going for Macho Brace. Cool. You want the sort of more customization factor. The Macho Brace, if a Pokemon holds this for an entire level, so like they're having no experience all the way to whatever their level up is. If they hold it for an entire level, a bonus stat of your choice increases by one when they level up. 
Uh, so one of their battle stats on that bonus scale. And then for the power lens, if a Pokemon holds this for an entire level, its bonus special attack increases by yeah, one. No, I, w- I would like Macho Brace if that's cool with Luca. Great. Yeah, no, that's fine with him. I think I would like the Macho Brace, and I think I'm actually going to put it on Fettuccine, as silly as that sounds, um, when I get her back from the Pokedex. But here's helping. We're going to put a few more notches in this belt. But I definitely let Mudside Pebble walk around with it because it's theirs. Cool. Yeah, you, you let them walk around. We take uh, a picture. I know what Macho Brace typically looks like. You know, in the video games, it looks like this. Um, it's hard to explain. I mean, it's like a weight kind of thing. In my brain, for this, it just looks like a wrestling belt. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what I swear. Um, wrestling belt, but then, like, the weight uh, symbol is the buckle. Boom. Done. But yeah, we'll say that, I mean, did Mudslide and Pebble have any experience before that? That was their first no. experience, right? If you want Mudslide and Pebble to just hold it for now, like, I'll count this battle as the start of it. I mean, I don't, I don't care. Oh, well, they just got the experience. I'll definitely let them. That's fine. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's fine with me, since it was their prize for this specific yeah, battle. Yeah, that's great. Works for me. <laughs> I think she earned it. Yes. <laughs> Treat yourself to something nice, Mudslide. With that, after the battle, um, what do y'all do? Uh, obviously, Luca. What? Yeah. What? What, what time what? is it? What time? I mean, it's like it's afternoon. Oh, uh, we left Sully. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's been like less than ten minutes. Oh, cool. <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> I know that felt like it was you know a much longer time. You yeah, know, sometimes it seems like it kind of stretches or battle, contracts. So, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but no, it's just been like ten minutes though. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I w- definitely want to walk back over to them. Yeah, you go back over there. Uh, all of the Pokemon are just sort of like still buzzing in the uh, seats and everything. Uh, starting to disperse, though, as that uh, definitely, I think, uh, whether it was intended to be or not, uh, sort of ended up being the headliner of uh, this afternoon's festivities. So I want to give are... leftovers a high five before we leave. Great. Uh, you do. It's very squishy, and your hands just sort of like sinks in a little bit before you pull it out. She looks at the goo. You look down at it. It's it's the same goo that got used to put up the posters. So close, yet so far away. Feel like a cheap paper bag. And she <laughs> scrapes it off. I'm sorry, what, what was she talking about? He asks Max. Don't worry, you're really cool. I'd love to see you with some broccoli. Bye! <laughs> there is a little bit of broccoli floating around. In I there. loved that character. That was really cool. <laughs> Fun little, fun little one-off character, Mr. Leftovers. I really, I, hey, hey, do you have a poke, poke, poke number? What, you ask Max to ask yes. him as your sort of translator? Yes. Uh, hey, uh, she wants to know if you have a uh, uh, poke gear. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got this burner phone yeah! right here. I definitely get the number. I may have swiped some gift cards every now and then <laughs> uh, to get myself some minutes. And yeah, it's the old... Uh, <laughs> It's the old brick. It's just like, it looks like a Nokia brick phone. But I it know. Is a oh, how I know. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I get the number. It looks like about on par with Mason's Pokegear, mm-hmm. <laughs> except even dirtier. I love it. Uh, he's like, I don't know why she wants to try to call me because she can't understand what I'm saying. Max is like, I, I will translate, I guess. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> He says, all right, well, you take care of yourselves. And, uh, you know, if you ever want to ditch those squares and come over here and uh, earn a nice living doing some fighting, you uh, you know where to go. And Max is like, Trying to get cool, him dessert? cool offer, but actually I think I'm good. <laughs> uh, he's like, suit yourself, suit yourself. We're so good because we're family. 
I just said that because I just wanted to say it. And I said it to all the people here. <laughs> I said it for no reason, but I do want everyone to know. And I said it loudly enough that it made it look like I was saying it to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you all leave the Coliseum. And as you go outside, uh, and uh, like I said, uh, where it did look like just a straight up ghost town before, uh, it's still sparse throughout, don't get me wrong, but certainly you see as some of the other Pokemon are making their way back out and about, it, it's not quite as empty as it seemed on first glance. It just seemed that all of the Pokemon inhabitants uh, of these ruins were all in the same place. Uh, when we start to walk back, I start to get into the pouch again, and Pebble just slaps me. <laughs> One time thing, huh? <laughs> Kanga. <laughs> As you are going back there, I mean, you go back, you can pretty easily meet up with uh, Sully and Ringo, who I think are like, so uh, what was Ola? There, there's a bunch of Pokemon coming out of that building, and what? What is, are you covered in trash? It's a long story, but thankfully we got some road to tell it to you. <laughs> and I slapped the belt on uh, but, uh, Mudslide. Bing, bing. As y'all are uh, just kind of making your way out here, do, do you want to do anything else in this kind of area? I don't I don't think so. I, I, I can't think of anything. As y'all just start kind of mounting back up and getting ready to head out, uh, just roll, roll plus instinct for me. Nine. Nine. For a brief moment, out of the corner of your eye, you notice the bird Pokemon like peeking around a corner, looking at y'all, and like you make awkward eye contact for a second, and it kind of like ducks behind the building again. What bird? The Luchador bird from earlier that lost. Oh, well, I'll follow that. Is it okay? <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. I dismount. Wait, 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 what? What? What's up? I, I go around. It the was corner. both of the bird Pokemon. Yeah, the little birds were looking at us. Oh, what? The burbs. Oh, oh, the Halucha? Yeah, it looks like maybe they have a secret. You want to follow? Sure. Sully, you good? Yeah, no, we'll just, uh, we'll hang here. Okay. Isn't um, that right? And she just boom, slaps Ringo on the back. He says, yep. Hold on. Um, Kangaskhan, why don't, uh, Mudslide and Pebble, why don't you also watch out too? I'll bring Darla for this. Kanga. Let's have Darla lead the way. Okay, cool. Are like you having Darla, like, me. do her telepathy thing? Yeah. Cool. But I want her to just kind of be like, Really sassy and sweet and Espy. very interesting. Mm. And she has a great little prance about her. Espy. That ombre purple and blue tail just swishing behind yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Check out that scene. <laughs> great. She just, uh, she goes ahead as you and Luca follow behind. Uh, yeah, good that you have her to do that because Max is all telepathically Telepathy tapped out. out. Oh, well, that's good. So, with Darla, you have her go first. Uh, she just sort of, she just sort of like Oliver and companies her mm -hmm. way over there, just going over some of the ruins and things. And everybody uh, wants to be SB. <laughs> no, no, no. The why should I worry? Oh yeah. I said SB. That actually is the perfect theme song for her. Yes. Yeah, she does She does that as like, it's weird that the cat is the one doing the dog part, and then Max is like <laughs> trying to follow behind. Uh, but she's just like, she's just hopping around like she owns the place. Uh, but anyway, enough of my uh, old school cartoon diversion. You go around the corner, and just uh, as you go over there, uh, you see just the two bird Pokemon, and uh, 
what was what was your total from earlier? It was nine. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, with a nine, you just see that they're sort of like huddled in this area that kind of looks like, I mean, it might be where they live. It's kind of dilapidated, uh, like everything, but this especially more so. Like there's not, you know, a roof or anything. It's kind of just like a, a low wall that they've got a place to sort of chill out. Uh, and you see that they, uh, it looks as though more of the kind of posters and things have been like stuck on the little wall and stuff like that and other other things like that. that they've sort of tried to fashion their own little costume pieces and, and props and things like that. Darla goes, Sup, I like your place. And she just starts to walk around it. Uh, thank you. What what brings you over here? Oh, my trainer got the, you know, just got jittery because she saw she was, you guys were staring at her. Oh, uh, well, And, uh, yes. you know, when people start staring at my trainer, it becomes my business. Oh, uh, right, uh, of, of course. But, like, uh, right. enough about me. Tell me about you. <laughs> well, uh, yes, let me just find the Halucha's sort of voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, after our battle, we, we saw the battle with your trainers and we, we were impressed. Uh, we've we've been trying to fight the Machokin primate for uh, quite some time and we just uh, well, we we haven't beat them. Oh, so like are you guys looking for tips and her tail swishes? Oh, well, I um, <laughs> yes I, I just, uh, well, I uh, me and, uh, me and me and my friend here and as they're sort of talking amongst themselves, uh, you at this point, uh, after it's been a minute, you're, you're close enough now. You notice one of the Halucha, uh, like not the one that's talking, but the other one, its eyes are just dots. Is that normal? Its eyes are just dots. Can I can I roll to see if that's normal? Roll 2d6 plus instinct. Seven. Seven? I mean, the other one looks normal. You've seen Pokemon with dots for eyes before when they shouldn't have them. I scan it with my Pokedex while it's talking to Darla. You scan the one with the dots for yeah. eyes? Great. Not the not the regular Halucha, but the other one. Yes. You scan the Halucha who's not talking with mm-hmm. your Pokedex, and it says, Ditto, the transform Pokemon, capable of reorganizing its cells to transform into an exact duplicate of its enemy. It is usually a shapeless blob. I tell all this to Darla. You do. You communicate that to her as she's talking to the Halucha. He says, yes, yeah, so uh, my, my friend and I... Uh, Mr. Leftovers has uh, the best places to sleep and, and the best food scavenged from around the place. And so uh, you know, if, you, if you can win, it's, it's good. But uh, we, we haven't been able to beat, beat the others yet. Oh, wow. I definitely can understand why you guys are in uh, such a tough spot. That's terrible. But you know what? And her tail just strokes the ditto. At least I can help you now. Oh, uh, what do you mean? And the, uh... <laughs> you don't have to pretend. Oh, oh, you're talking to them now. Oh, uh, and the other Halucha with the dots for eyes, like, the dots just get bigger as it just looks at the other Halucha, and he says, uh, we, uh, we don't know, uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Don't, don't know what you're trying to say. Um, could she, like, warp his brain or something? Ooh! You want her to, like, try to knock him out of his disguise? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Okay. I think this falls under her kind of mystical stuff. So go ahead and uh, roll, roll plus logic, and see what happens. Um, it's just a six. A six. Uh, with a six, the other Halucha just sort of like you know clinches for a minute and is like, Argh! and just sort of bats her tail off of it and just kind of gets away a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't. We don't. We don't want any trouble. We just um. Well, we're, we're just trying really, to get by. You guys should take my advice. I don't know why you're being so secretive with me. I'm super effective against Machop. You're, what, psychic? Yeah. So what's what's that have to do with anything? Oh, my goodness gracious. 
You said you wanted to win, right? Yeah, yeah, we want to win. I don't I guess. So why are you trying to be something you're not? Or at least something that obviously doesn't work against that typing. Roll, roll plus personality for Darla. Personality. It's an 11. Well, I, I just, I, look, we, we have to train so that we can get stronger so that I, so that I can go back. All right. Go back where? To my old trainer. Who's that? It's him. And he points over to one of the sort of faded posters or whatever. And again, it's very difficult to make out and probably only because the Halucha knows who used to be on this poster. But it is it is sun bleached and whatever with time. He's like that. That that was my trainer. Darla definitely takes the poster shows it to Pearl. And she communicates that to you that, that this person on this poster used to be his trainer. Pearl says a few things, you know, off to the side. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm going to say she gives her an orangeberry. Okay, Pearl, Pearl, gives, Pearl gives Darla an orangeberry? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Darla comes back. And she goes, look, did your trainer leave you or did you get lost from your trainer? I, I wasn't strong enough. So they dumped you like a sack of potatoes? Yeah, I guess like a like a sack of potatoes. I I, I used to live in the city, and uh, well, uh, my my friend here did too. And he just he just looks over. Uh, I know what you are. Yeah, and <laughs> he, he just sort of gestures, and <laughs> uh, the ditto like with a sigh of relief is just like. <laughs> That's why I was saying you could change into oh, me. Oh, I was so tired of that. <laughs> I oh was my so gosh, you made it so much harder than it needed to be, man. I was really, I had to hold that one up for a long time. I mean, you just could have changed, and you can use my type, and it would be better against the Machop. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. She looks at the ditto. But I don't have one to turn into. What? I don't, there's a, a lot of us Pokemon out here were lived in the city originally. Mr. Leftovers used to live in the city. We've all seen how the fights and everything go in the city and you know there's there's some others who are here who are like me not that also used to belong to my same trainer as far as I know but you know sometimes I mean people they go and they just catch a bunch of Pokemon to try to you know get ready for a gym or whatever and then you know maybe they lose and they, they decide well you weren't good enough and so some of us have been dumped here and you know we're just trying to get by and then other ones are We've learned the rules of uh, how everything's supposed to work as far as, you know, the, the fights in the city and everything. And, you know, some, some of the Pokemon want to, they hope to get caught someday to, to go and, and do all of that. So, um, yeah, so that's, I, I just, I, so I, I just, I want, I want to get stronger so I can go back is, look, is what I'm saying. Look, if you want to go back, why don't you just come with us? You can come back. I think you're plenty strong. But also, your trainer sounds like a real jerk. Here. And she rolls the berry over with her nose. This is just from my trainer. Just because she knows you're hurting. If you stay here, it'll help you. It gives you two G- it gives you extra hit points. Right. <laughs> it gives you two D6 plus. <laughs> yeah. It does, it does say D, uh, D4, but yeah. Um, uh, uh, an orange berry, just mechanically in case you're wondering. Orange berry, 2D6 plus two health. Cool. Is there another berry that would be good to give to the ditto? Yeah, I mean, Luca can give that one a berry or something. Okay. Yeah. And rolls another berry for the ditto. That would be good. Yeah. And look, here, if you stay, that's fine. Maybe these can help. They just gave them because they want to help. But again, your trainer sounds like a real piece of work. And my trainer's the best. So, I don't know. You're welcome to come with us. Maybe they could help you find some trainers that won't treat you like that. I mean, do you really want to just stay around this dump? And she smacks some trash around <laughs> with her tail. Um. 
Your choice is yours. Roll. But at least you got a little bit better equipment now. Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus personality. This is basically the equivalent of Darla making a, a take charge roll. Cool. It was a 10. A 10. Nice. Yeah. Um, Nine plus one. Okay. Nice. Nine plus one, 10. On a 10 plus, they'll do it as long as you don't go against the reasons you gave them for doing what you said. Wait, so wait, they, they I mean, these trainers seem strong. They even had type disadvantages against against the other Pokemon. Ah, They're still- I know, those dummies. Why was I not in there? I can't believe it. And she does give Pearl a glare and Pearl raises her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's got a lot to learn. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Uh, well, but what they lack in know-how, they sure make up for in spirit. Can we talk for a second? We'll confer real quick. Okay, we don't the, have the all day. Says. We don't have all day, and what do you have to lose? And she prances, prances back to Pearl. Great. Uh, Darla's got a high instinct. She's aware of the fact that they're just kind of putting on a show of the fact that, like, they have to. Yeah, think, Darla think goes over. over to uh, brace yourself. You got two new people you got to feed. <laughs> <laughs> Luca's like, okay, wait, so what's going on? What, what Darla are we- tells everything, and she's like, they're just, they're, they're acting coy, but they're going to come join us. Okay. Uh, wow. I wonder where that ditto came from, though. Like, I, I guess it uh, makes sense for Halucha, but like. Says a lot of, they said a lot of trainers just dump them. Huh. They don't do well in the gyms. Interesting. I mean, pfft, I never dump a ditto, though. Ditto are amazing. Against fighting type? I mean, against anything, potentially, because they can transform into whatever they're fighting. That's true. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Hmm, <laughs> wow, I look great. And she like stares at a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they come back over to Darla and, and the Halucha says, oh, oh, okay, all right, all right. How's about this? And he tries to like toughen up a little bit. How's about if your trainers can each pick a Pokemon to fight us? If we win, then we'll stay here. But if, if they win, then sure. Yeah, we'll, uh. We'll, we'll come along. Darla rolls her eyes. Oh my god, you're making this way more difficult than it needs to be. I'll take you both on myself. <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? She can. But fine. Uh, I, I mean, I'll I mean, let, like in, in like hand in hand to hand combat, hand hand combat. Oh, know. I know what you mean. And she just goes, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get my brain melted. Oh you! Oh my gosh, Pearl! <laughs> Is this really worth our time? <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Cool. Darla will be the uh, announcer for the fight. Great, Darla will be the announcer of the fight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she has like the panels with the round numbers: round one, round two, mm-hmm. round three. Cool. So, who would you like to use for this fight, and who would you like for Luca to use? I'll use Fanta. Okay, you're going to use Fanta, and who would you like for him to use? Lotsa. Okay, Fanta and, and Lotsa. And Darla's like, also, just to be fair, she does take the berries back. <laughs> before. You'll get these after the fight when you decide to come with us, which will you will then have way more sore bruises and bones than you needed to on the rest of the trip. <laughs> cool. So as these four Pokemon square off here in this trash-filled alleyway... Darla finds a bell and ha- holds up round one. And that is where we'll pick up next time. With this angsty bird. They're so angsty for no reason. This trainer abandoned him. Oh my gosh. It's a classic Charmander situation. You know I had to throw one in there. Well, I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh, come on. It's not that hard. (laughs) You already saw us battle. You know we rock. (laughs) 
You know, come on, you'd wanna, you'd wanna join. You'd wanna join, you want a piece of this. <laughs> This is just a total random PSA. If you're into musicals like I am, I highly recommend Bubble Boy. Also, if um, Home Dog, that is a form of a soup, is listening, dude, can you just sing something from Bubble Boy for us? Thanks. Wait, who? Stu. I was trying to be chill. Why would you not just say Stu? I don't know. He's so cool. I was just trying to be incognito. Stuart Clark. She wants you to no, sing something from Bubble Boy. don't call that blatantly. We want him back on the show. Hey, if, if Stu... If Stu hasn't heard this yet and you listen to us and also Critical Ditto, which I imagine that Venn okay, diagram okay. is uh, almost I'm a circle. I'm here for all of the Crit Ditto crew. <laughs> I got uh, shy. That's why I wanted to put in the post credits. Well, there you go. Even I get shy sometimes. <laughs> She's always been shy. shy. Don't post that. Too late. No, I'm embarrassed. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicon Go is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows, complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcard from Paul on Quest Company Jr. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.